So if there's all of this evidence health-wise, and then there's a sustainability aspect, and we don't need animal suffering on top of that, then to me, the vegan diet just made complete sense. I can have it all, and I don't have to take from others. I don't have to take from animals. Hey everyone, I'm Anna. You just heard a few thoughts from Michael. We are the Admires, and welcome to Admire the Vegans podcast. wasn't one thing, but rather an accumulation of several facts, thoughts, and emotions that form the why behind us going vegan. In this episode, Michael and I share the ones that hit us the hardest and left us wishing we had made the switch much sooner. With that, here we go. All right, episode... Numero dos, episode two. Woo. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. great. Um, it's been a uh, good week. Uh, we had my family in town. Uh, your mom's birthday was yesterday. Yep. So we were able to celebrate that, which is fun. And we did put that podcast, that first one out into the world. And it was, uh, we asked, and because we're sincere about this, we were asking for feedback Um and, you know, for the first one, we got mostly positive feedback, so that was good. Uh, we do, you know, we do welcome criticism and thoughts and all that stuff, so uh, there's that. But it was it was cool <laughs> hearing people react to kind of what our thoughts and just our conversation. Yeah, people were really nice. People were very nice. Um, and nobody called me out on the carbon monoxide, <laughs> the uh, carbon uh, dioxide mix-up, which... Yeah, that was uh, my bad on that. We're not uh, scientists. Uh, we're just a, a couple of just a couple people talking. A couple people. A couple people with microphones having a conversation. So, uh, mm-hmm. no, the, the, all that was really fun. Um, so I really appreciate everybody that did give us uh, feedback and those that listen. We know uh, people did because we got some stats on them. Um, look, just looking at it. Uh, or a little pod blast. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it was obviously a little bit raw at the beginning, uh, just mm-hmm. because it was you know the first time we were doing this. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was cool. And Anna, I know you like critiquing yourself all week on this. Oh but my gosh, totally. You did a really good job. Well, you re- you, you really did for the first time being on a microphone like that. It's not easy. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> it was fun. But um, I'm gonna try to not talk about five different things at one time. My, I didn't realize that my brain, like when I'm speaking, I'm five steps ahead. And then I'm always like, okay, let me show an example for something that I haven't even said yet. So. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that is, uh, you know, I've been in broadcasting and television and radio and on live mics for 10 years. And that's, that's like the hardest thing yeah. is to make your thoughts so concise and digestible for other people to listen to. And that. That first one was uh, it was just a stream of thoughts. So that, and that's what we knew kind of going into it. And, yeah, uh, which I'm, I think made it genuine and authentic. And you're amazing. So, well, thank you. Uh, kudos to you. Um, round of applause and thanks to everybody for listening. Um, all all those that did that was uh, that was special. All right, and and also like, there's such a fine line, and this is the hard thing. If okay, first off, go to the Instagram page if you're, or if you went to our Instagram story. 
who posted that, you know, like Instagram versus reality, you know, us podcasting versus us, uh, you know, in reality podcasting about veganism. Like what we think we look like when yeah. we're sitting here talking. It's like a very proper, yeah. you know, uh, just somebody thinking like, this is what we look like. And we're doing a great job of describing veganism. And then you go to, and it's actually reality. And we're just, you know, someone all looks like a psychopath. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> that is legitimately how it feels. Because there is such a fine line, and we're so passionate about these topics. Uh, there's such a fine line when having that conversation about veganism or being vegan. Because nobody ever wants to be told what they're doing is wrong. And we're definitely not here to do that. We're just here to share kind of what we've experienced and how some of the small changes and the change specifically of what we're putting on our plate, how it can have an enormous impact, not only on your health, but on the uh, for the animals in this world and uh, in the environment and for our planet. And that is kind of where it gets a little hokey, where it is, you know, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And that was some of the feedback we got. I was like, oh, a little light bulb went on for, you know, a few people that were listening and, and gave us feedback, which was cool. Like, that was really cool mm-hmm. that it resonated. But um, it, it is just such a fine line about how to p- put that out there. Yeah, for sure. That's your feedback. <laughs> okay. We no. will. I Okay, so I guess the, the big thing is here, it, it's a conversation. We're going back and forth. So it, Well, it, I <laughs> agree. I was just thinking about it and thinking about the feedback that we had, and I'm just, yeah. I mean, I agreed with everything you were saying. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thumbs up. Moving on. Next Gosh. thing. Next topic. Uh, so the the one cool thing, though, I think we, that came away from this, um, again, we're not trying to tell anybody what to do or whatever. We're, you know, again, sharing our story. But uh, it is cool that when people start to understand where you're coming from, you get some of those, like, vegan allies. And, you know, we had a couple in our life early on, uh, or a couple in our, you know, once we went vegan, a couple early on that were not unsure, but then we really had the conversations with, and then now they're they're willing to you know stand up. You know they're still omnivores, or some of them actually have gone vegetarian, and they'll uh, they'll, they'll stand up and kind of defend what what we're doing because some people still look at you a little sideways. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a good example. I mean, just something like that reminds me of um, it was my mom's birthday dinner last night, <laughs> and. She wanted a spaghetti dinner, which is very much my mom's, like, favorite meal. Um, but usually, like, for that in our family, we do, like, Italian vegetables and sausage and, like, um, a cheese plate type deal. And, I don't know, just all the good stuff. And they, um, the whole meal was, like, without even questioning, there was, it was all vegan sausage, it was all vegan sauce, all vegan cheese, butter, and it's just, like, we, I think, take for granted sometimes that we can walk into my parents' house, and literally, it's like, oh, great, this whole meal is vegan, and it's so considerate, and so I, yeah, it's just really cool. So that's kind of a, and they are not vegan, but it's an example of them being our allies. 100%. That, and yeah. that's a perfect example. Uh, and we yeah, we take for granted sometimes uh, some of those situations that we're in because, um, you know, we, we've been doing, you know, we've been eating vegan for, you know, 19 months now. So it's, you know, when, when those situations do come up, it's, uh, yeah, we sometimes take for granted, but this is a good place to kind of practice gratitude 
in that sense. So, uh, yeah, shout out Mary and Shane for for being awesome yeah. in, uh, in adjusting like that. And your grandparents were in town, and, yeah. and they rolled with it. And, and Ben and yep. Jenna. <laughs> yeah. That was, we're not going there again. But, yes, your, your brother and future sister-in-law. They brought um, – <laughs> They brought scalloped potatoes that were vegan. So, like, that's so cool. And it, they were really good. Fantastic. Like, so good. The whole thing was good. Yeah. And we have leftovers. And I, and <laughs> I was going to say, shout out to Whole Foods. Yes. Oh, my because gosh. Because we had the best dessert. And what was it? It was, like, um, cheesecake. But it was, like. Um, it was, like, cookie dough cheesecake. Yeah. And the crust was, like, oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. I don't know. It was just really cool. Whole Foods has so many good things like that. Yeah. A lot of. Adapt, um, adaptations that, you know, again, we didn't even know. They have a carrot cake. Uh, they have, I think they have red velvet. They, I mean, mm-hmm. they have several different. I know yeah. they have like a full-on cookie one that's incredible. Um, yeah. yeah. We got one for your birthday once. What, yeah. Like, it was so good. I think it was a carrot cake. Their carrot cake is incredible. Um, okay, so since we're on that topic, uh, I, I didn't know we were going to go here, but we're here. And so we had the spaghetti last night, which is awesome. We had, uh, we talked about the Whole Foods saying, we went to Plain Talk. So we, oh we live in gosh. Des Moines, for those that live in Des Moines. Um, we went to Plain Talk. It's a coffee shop in the East Village. And it's always been like a place where, you know, you could go, you know, have a cup of coffee, read a book. You know, they have a bunch of bookshelves where you can read, put the book back, and bounce. Um, and I don't know how long it's been open, but I feel like it's been open for a while. But they just added... A completely vegan menu. So they, their traditional fare there is paninis and that kind of stuff. It's like a, almost like a deli counter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like a little like di- like diner. Yeah, it's like a cafe yeah, diner kind so of vibe. Cute. Yeah, it's re- it's really really cool um, and comforting. But they just added a, an entire vegan menu, and they have gone up to our friends at Herbivorous Butcher in Minneapolis and have... We wish, we wish they were, like, our real friends. Yeah, they're our... <laughs> they do our, not know them. They're our pretend friends. Yeah. <laughs> goals. Um, but, no, they they have set up this, you know, um, relationship or whatever, and they're selling um, sandwiches, paninis, uh, bagels with Herbivorous Butcher meat and uh, their cheeses. And, baby, it was, like, it was so good. It was so good. And it was, like... We have, I mean, many things we say when we're, like, done eating it. A lot yeah. of times we're like, oh, we're so sad that's over. But I don't know. I feel like I couldn't remember when we said that last, and we both, like, looked at each other. We're like, oh, my gosh. But it reminds me of Manhattan Deli, and that was, like. Which is your classic I, yeah, deli. When place, I went yeah. to Roosevelt, we would go there for lunch, like, maybe obsessively, like, three times a week, yeah. like, in high school. And then. You and I started going there, and I would always get the veggie Reuben, mm-hmm. and that was something I just thought was never going to be again, but I was fine with that, and then this has now come. And they don't have a veggie Reuben, but they have everything else, and it's so good. But they could easily make a veggie Reuben, which oh, we're sure. going to have to hit up <laughs> hit up Haley and let her know. Yeah, like, but uh, we need to try everything else on the menu first. Yeah, we're going to go we through that. Um, yes, yeah, and uh, uh, a great vegan in the... Des Moines area, Haley, she um, runs her own um, runs her own shop, uh, but also has been teamed up there. Uh, does not have a storefront, but she's kind of working through Plain Talk now, and it's just we're so lucky to have her <laughs> uh, kind of yeah. being a champion for the vegans in our community and 
man, she she has knocked that out of the park. So if you're in Des Moines, I seriously go by there. And uh, Anna's right. It's, it's just like Manhattan Deli. Um, it has that same just the atmosphere, the taste. And they also have uh, uh, pasta salad and potato salad, which are vegan. And, like, <laughs> it's so easy to do that. Um, but, you know, most people, most traditional places, they just no, kind of yeah. go with what you typically know. And uh, there they have, you know, made the basics uh, vegan, and they're so good. They're not basic, I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah. Another thing I want to talk about before we dive into the topic of the day, uh, kind of uh, as we're, we're rolling on here, we, we ran this morning, and Ann and I have really gotten into trail running, uh, especially over the last, like, six months, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I started kind of doing a couple loops uh, this time last year, and you came out a couple times, mm-hmm. but then this year, like you really got into it, yeah. And really started liking it. I was intimidated it. at first, like everything I do. Yeah, but now and I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, and we'll we'll have to have like a trail running episode. Um, but we we went out this morning. Uh, I think you got eight in. I got nine miles. Mm-hmm. Um, it was our last like real kind of like training day, if you will, testing day, uh, because we've decided uh, about two months ago. We had, we had been looking for a, a trail run. So we had been kind of getting our legs underneath us, had been really, uh, you know, working towards something, and we just didn't know where we were going to go. And then finally we found a weekend where it was open first off, a weekend where we were open and something was going on, and it's uh, and it was called Goats. And we were like, oh, yeah, that's that sounds like right up our alley. Yeah. And uh, we learned later it's the Greater Omaha Area Trail Runners it's kind of the association, and they're putting on uh, an endurance um, trail run next Sunday. And so we're kind of gearing up for that a little bit. Um, Anna is going to be attempting her first trail run at 10 and a half miles. Yeah. And that is amazing. And to see how far you've come has been a lot of fun. Um, Excited. You're going to kill it. Um, And then I'm going to do a 50-mile endurance run that starts at 3 a.m. And – um, we'll see how it goes. You will do wonderful. I I think. I, th- I mean, just even like that's just such a cool experience. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Like yeah. it's just about exp- you know the fact that we're gonna get up early in the morning and we're gonna have to plan out our day and make this happen. So um, and go to Omaha and go to Omaha. We like road trips too, just, so it's a little dry. Absolutely. So yeah. um, we have a plan. We are going to podcast <laughs> this experience. We're also gonna video some of it as well. Um, because it's gonna be it's gonna be cool in a couple ways. Uh, Saturday, we're actually driving the opposite direction to Iowa City, and we're going to run the Carl's 5K at the Iowa Sanctuary, mm-hmm. which is gonna be really cool. We've never been to the Iowa Sanctuary. We're going to they have a 5K in honor of Carl, which is a cow that had was um, saved by them, rescued by them, and has passed away since. And as a fundraiser and a way to you know, honor Carl in the same sense, we're going to go there uh, with your uh, sister and her family, yeah. and uh, we're all going to we're going to run that. I might walk it, uh, and then the next, uh, and then we'll finish that up. Have a little vegan picnic, and head to Omaha. And I think we get like a little. Um, it sounds like a little tour yeah. of the sanctuary, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, that it'll just be like fun with. Katie and Greg and the kids, and yeah, I'm well, excited. I'm really excited, too, and I'm, it's going to be cool, just like the dynamic of kind of like 
you know, Sunday's going to be a little self-serving. Like, it's us testing ourselves. But then Saturday, you know, will be us having an opportunity to, you know, tour the Iowa Sanctuary and kind of give back. And, um, you know, it's a donation to, to run and all that stuff. Um, and then also it kind of, I feel like it's going to give us motivation on Sunday, kind of like that why. Like, why are we doing this? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think we kind of got into this, like, oh, one, we want to test ourselves and, and push a little bit. But also, like, you know, we want to prove to ourselves that you can do anything and maybe better on a vegan diet. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of that to it. Yeah. And then you're going to ha- like, I mean, I probably won't be eating too many little snacks during my run, but you are going to have to definitely like refuel during your 50 miles and yeah. stuff. So you have to figure out what little vegan snacks you're going to take, like sweet potatoes yep, or sweet. bars or... I've got my yeah. bars. I've got my sweet potatoes ready to go. I also will be eating a lot of bananas. Mm-hmm. And then I have some like elect- electrolyte type stuff that I really like to use. Um, so, yeah, we'll. We'll go shopping for that stuff this week so we can talk about it yeah, oh next yeah. week. We'll, we'll show it off. All right. Yeah. Um, so we will podcast that. Uh, we're going to podcast once we get back to the hotel in El- or once we get to the ho- hotel in Omaha and talk about the sanctuary side. And then like how nervous and freaked out we are mm-hmm. to, to run our runs. And, and then, then go to sleep. And then sleep for a little bit. Sleep. And then we'll get up, uh, compete or whatever. or Yeah, I don't know. Give it a shot. Uh, have and then fun. Uh, Have fun. And then the next day we'll, we'll podcast again on our experience. So uh, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, we talked about the why in there. And that's kind of what this episode is about. Because in the first episode, we really described – the how behind us going vegan, you know, the watching the, you know, started with the challenge. You saw a documentary. Then we learning more about the impact on our health, animals, and the environment. And then so this episode, we wanted to discuss things that really resonated with us as we began to kind of learn about that. Uh, whatever the quote might have been that stuck with us, the fact that became a part of our why, uh, the why behind being vegan so first episode was the how here's the why the next episode will kind of be what we're doing um which is fun so uh we're gonna jump into it right now and and i think i want to start i want to start with you because i kind of want to finish with mine cool uh my my third one yeah so uh and we can go back and forth i'll just start we can just start with your your first one that you know as we're doing the research the thing that kind of turned your head and you're like ah Man, this is, this is. There's something here. This is really, really hit me deep inside. Yeah. Okay. And I did take like a little bit of notes, so we'll see if I stay on <laughs> track. But whatever. Um, is okay. that a trail running? Yeah. Joke. Yeah, it is. Stay on track. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So the why. Um. So I already talked about how I had been vegetarian. So, obviously, like, the animal thing was there um, and the love for animals in the way that I didn't want to physically eat them. Um, That bothered me. I always, like, had kind of the comparison of, like, they reminded me of, like, any animal reminded me of my pets growing up, like my dogs. So, that was already there with that and implanted. Um, But then... I feel like I always kind of pictured the dairy industry as 
kind of like for an example of the, um, oh my gosh, the happy cows come from California, you know, like that commercial about it's cheese, but just like free grazing cows that are just living their best life, have the whole land to themselves and almost like, I guess I didn't really think about um, how they came to produce milk. I don't, I guess I just thought it, I, and this is very like ignorant, but I just thought that it naturally happened and it was almost like we were relieving them by milking them. <laughs> and so then it was like, okay, we're doing not, I don't want to say a serve, but yeah, like it just, they need to be relieved. So then we milk them and then that's, you know, eventually you make cheese out of it. Like someone found out though, you can make cheese and look, that's like so fun. Um, and then, so I just kind of like didn't ever research like at all. So I just kind of let myself feel like that was not bad. Um, and so then once we started kind of like researching what vegan was to other people and things like that, then the dairy industry was like, so, um, that was a reality check for sure. Um, just to know that they literally, I mean, they don't produce milk unless they're pregnant, of course. Um, and them getting pregnant doesn't really happen naturally in the dairy industry. It's a very, um, unnatural, aggressive syringe type way. Um, and they're not living in good conditions at all. And they're forced to give birth and then milk dry by machines and then their babies are ripped away from them and so that's just really sad um and then yeah it's either like the process continues you know the babies are either ripped away for slaughter or for the same process um and that was just like huge for me because then to just like see that it was kind of like, okay, what else is going on? And then you learn the same thing about, like, the production of, um, like, eggs. I mean, that kind of same sort of deal. Um, they're pumped with, um, what is it, per, what is the, the, the for their breasts? <laughs> for oh, just like steroids. Yeah, steroids. Yeah. Um, they're pumped with steroids that if they aren't slaughtered, then they will literally. Or antibiotics. Like, one of the die two. Yeah. of combustion basically mm -hmm. um yeah so it's just story. like that was like very shocking to me because I let I just kind of lived in oh well the commercials on there make like look like the cows are their pets and I don't know it, that's not how it works in the like dairy industry like yes I'm sure um like the mom and pop farms that's how it started was they had a cow and they you know and there's different opinions on that. Um, but that's not how it's supposed to be. And I, in my eyes, that's not how it's supposed to be. And so, yeah, like, I'm trying to remember where we watched that, like, where I first saw that info. It was, like, either, like, Cowspiracy or Food Incorporated or, like, yeah, yeah Food, Food Inc. Inc. Yep. Um, a couple of good documentaries. Yeah. Popular vegan yeah. documentaries. That's just, like, real. I mean, that was, like, the first thing. I was, like, holy shit. Um, yeah. So, that was 
the major one I think that made me like sick to my stomach that then made me feel like I think I mentioned in the past one like super hypocritical um kind of yeah even though there's that not there's not like a direct like link where or the link doesn't seem as direct as this is literally the An animal, animal on, on my, my plate. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, it's a byproduct. You know, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I mean, I can totally see why um, and how you got uh, to where you did um, from there. Yeah, and like uh, a couple things you brought up is, you know, happy cows. They come from California. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Got milk? You need milk for to build strong bones and calcium. And so that's like another yeah. thing that you are. Um, you know, we are. We're kind of force-fed stuff from the dairy industry, which, you know, they have, you know, they're backed by millions of dollars in investments. And you think about that through the pork, beef, uh, you know, all those producers, they have financial interest in making sure that people are, you know, eating animal products. And especially at a a high rate where, you know, where they're producing, you know, (laughs) millions and millions of gallons of milk. And then, you know, on top of that, uh, one of my favorite things off of that is you, know, you said it really made your stomach hurt oh, uh, gosh, when yeah. you're talking about that. But it, it when Lit- you did drink it, literally. it literally made your stomach yeah. hurt because um, you had a, a little bit of dairy, like uh, milk. You, just, you never really drank milk, but yeah. um, and well, I know we'll I get think to I did when I was yeah yeah, but, but like yeah. milk is meant for baby cows literally the what the the quote that's not your mom not your milk like how weird you're not supposed to drink like would you go up to a cow and suck its udder like that's so weird (laughs) and then yes but that's what you're doing uh, yeah i know i mean yes exactly except for then they put a lot of other chemicals in it so it's technically yeah and and like it's it's like jacked with estrogen because it's coming from a female cow and so when people drink, you know, high estrogen milk from cows, you're bound to have some, you know, chemical imbalance in there. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I think everyone is a little lactose intolerant because you're not supposed to be drinking cow's milk. Yeah. But that's y- just my opinion. The human body is impressive what it can do and how yes. it can adjust. Uh, but, yeah, that is. Uh, no uh, wonder uh, there's so many allergies. The, yes, the, <laughs> we're like really getting into it. Okay. Um, so from there, uh, I'll, I'll, I think this is like a pretty good uh, transition to my top one, the, the one that really um, kind of hit with me. And that's just like when you look at the food chain um, and, you know, we as a society, Western society, eat a lot of animals. Uh, we eat a lot of cows, eat a lot of chickens, eat pigs. Uh, but, and we think that, you know, or, yeah, we think that's, you know, we're getting our iron, we're getting our, uh, we're getting our protein from, from all those animal sources, but uh, you know, all those I just named off, all of those animals, they get those nutrients from where they get them from plants. So cut out the middleman. I don't need to, you know, have to eat the animals. I'll just go straight to the plants and, and get the exact uh, nutrients that I need for my body. Uh, and, you know, the uh, I had a 
I listened to a podcast. I've listened to millions of podcasts probably since uh, podcast last fan. March. <laughs> um, and somebody at one point said, this is definitely not my thought. It's just kind of stealing, but I cannot remember where it came from. It was really early on. Um, and he said, think about, you know, when you're walking on a trail in the spring and you, there's the kind of fresh smell in the air of soil. It's, and what that is, is like decaying matter. It's decaying plants. It is uh, decaying trees. Just that smell that fills the air come spring when everything's starting to come back alive. Now think about, you know, walking along a sidewalk and, you know, unfortunately you come across uh, a deer that has been hit or some sort of animal that has been struck by a car. And think about a rotting deer and the smell or the stench that comes from that. Now think about all those things and put them in your gut. And for me, it was just like, that makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you don't want, uh, just thinking about like meat uh, degrading in my, uh, you know, in my stomach. It was, uh, it was something that really uh, stayed with me. And another one of those things, and this is like the vegan go-to line all the time. So uh, if you're, kind of new, if you're plant curious and kind of new to this, uh, it won't be the last time you hear it, but uh, kind of one snap back uh, from from vegans when you talk about, you know, where do you get your protein? Well, the largest animals on the planet are herbivores, gorillas, elephants, rhinos. You don't, you're not going up to a gorilla asking he or she where they get their protein. <laughs> yeah, that's just not, that's not happening. So, yeah, that was uh, one thing for me, just go directly to the source. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anna, you can go to your, your next one. Okay. So this, I mean, yeah. Another impactful thing for me, um, was, okay. So I was always kind of, you know, tying back to being pretty worried about my diet or, you know, I was kind of stuck a lot in, the like calorie counting side of things. Um, So I kind of um, very uneducatedly, whatever that word would be, um, I (laughs) was, that's fitting. That's ironic. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I was always um, really kind of like scared or steered clear of certain foods, Um, just like reading a bunch of things and trying to like form my own little diet without any true reason behind it other than trying to stay like in a certain calorie deficit um so I was always really kind of cautious of foods that were maybe like a little more calorie dense um like beans um lots of whole grains anything kind of like that I was um and carbs yeah carbs are scary yep carbs are so scary um but yeah like fats all that stuff. Um, so I always was just like in the mindset of like, oh, I just want to eat, you know, more on the plant side. Like just eat, you know, vegetables and that sort of deal, which yes. But if you eat vegetables along with so many other things, like if you do it in the right way, um, you can actually eat way more. And I mean, I think I'm personally just all around a lot healthier. Um, And my, not to be like 
braggadocious, but my um, doctor records definitely show it as far as, like, I have way more, um, like, protein in my blood work. I am not anemic anymore. I um, get, like, way, way more fiber than I ever did. Um, So that was just, like, a realization of, like, I can – still eat like it's actually eating way more plants than I ever did and I didn't even realize that that could be possible so just the fact that you could I realized that there's so many other healthier ways to eat in the vegan diet um that I had no idea and was like really uneducated about and basically it was like oh well I'm gonna get my protein from um cheese so then it was like okay, I'll eat vegetables and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so anyways, that was just really cool. I think that was like the, uh, another standout thing was we were um, forced to kind of look into certain other foods more in the vegan diet, and it was really beneficial to my health. Yeah, rolled opened up to like personally chickpeas yeah. and oh my gosh, tofu yeah. and different types of pastas mm-hmm. and oh, I mean, we go on and on. It just makes me hungry thinking about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it just yeah. Well, and when you're talking about that, like the the crux of that is that you're able to eat more and still you're feeling better. Oh my so gosh, yeah. You're actually match. You're eating enough calories to like fuel you. You're, yeah, you're eating enough carbs to fuel you you through the day when you're running, when you're at work for 12 hours yeah. on your feet, all those things, it adds up. And if you're not eating properly and eating enough, you're, you're going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like definitely found myself, I mean, without even realizing what the reason truly was, but I mean, I really was pretty like low in energy as far as like not being able to focus very well. Um, I was not very regular as far as, like, constipation. <laughs> and that was, like, a big deal. And it was wild. That is that not an issue now. No. <laughs> okay. TMI. Um, but, no, it was just wild, which, of course, like, with anything, your body adjusts to, um, like, yeah, if you just start eating a bunch of beans, like, you might feel, like, a little weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is just wild how I noticed with myself that that, um, all of that. Like I could go, I can, went back from the pandemic and I was like, hell yeah. Like I, yes, I was tired after 10 hour work days or whatever, but Duh. Yeah, yeah, that's a long talk, day. yeah, but it was just, um, I felt like I actually like remember the conversations that I was having. So that's a really big deal. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a huge deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the big thing with or a couple things just kind of off the top of my head here is yeah the first couple weeks when you're eating a lot of plants and a lot of fiber you know we were quarantined uh for 14 days so that was probably a good thing yeah uh or we're quarantined for a while uh so yeah you know a little while your gut again is just kind of reconfiguring a little bit it's Mm -hmm. getting used to what you're what you're putting into it and almost detoxing yeah it's almost like i'm not used to these healthy foods yeah uh and then uh, a thing i always um, the thing I, I always find funny is sometimes like, well, I mean, if you're just eating grass and a salad, like I'm not going to get full off that. So I need a steak to make me full. It's like, okay, 
yeah, if you're eating just a salad, that's not going to be very filling. Right. So you got to make sure you're eating enough calories and eating the right foods, adding rice, adding tofu, adding beans. I mean, you can get a huge, I mean, go to Chipotle and you go pound for pound with a Chipotle burrito that's vegan and a Chipotle burrito that has whatever else in it. Uh, I mean, they're, they're exactly the, the same weight and they taste just as good and you're feeling pretty dang full afterwards. So yep. there's that. Um, I'll go to my, my next one and it's simply, uh, or not simply, but when, when I first started researching, uh, reasons people go vegan, cause that's what I did at first. Like, why do people do this other than health? Um, and you Google a recipe and then there's a million different things on the side. One thing that really stood out to me was just how, uh, how good it can be for the planet, how eating just plants is good for planet earth, for mother nature. Uh, and, uh, you start looking at some of the, the stats, you know, the water and the land that's used to raise animals and, and grow feed for, for the animals. It is the number one leading cause of climate change. I mean, let that sit in and that's uh, carbon dioxide, uh, monoxide it's not monoxide um it, it's uh, you know the, the animals um that are you know taking up our land and taking up our planet uh they are producing uh additional carbon dioxide and uh you know cattle uh cattle raising or cattle ranching is cause for 80 percent of the deforestation in the amazon so when you talk about carbon dioxide we're putting more out there and then we're taking away the Amazon, which is basically the filter for all of our carbon emissions. And, uh, you know, to maybe kind of rein it in more, you know, Midwest, uh, more Iowa, Iowa corn, uh, which we're really proud of. It, it's beautiful uh, this time or, you know, a few weeks ago, but 300 and 20 million bushels of corn are used strictly to just feed animals. That's a quarter of Iowa's corn. 44% goes to ethanol, which is great, but some of that excess after they produce the ethanol goes back into feed for animals. So even more than 25% of the corn is used for feeding the animals. And pound for pound, it's kind of wasteful. It just, that. The, um, calorie per production, it just does not add up. And it's not only doesn't add up, it's, it's way out of balance and way out of whack. Um, so imagine if you could find a way to produce 320 million bushels of kale or of rice. Um, I mean, they grow rice in Arkansas. I bet you could grow rice in Iowa. Mm -hmm. And that feeds, that could feed um, uh, millions and millions of Americans and people around the world mm -hmm. um, because most of the corn grown in Iowa, you can't even eat. 99% uh, of it you can't eat, uh, but the, the animals can. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing, and I could go on and on uh, for yeah. many ways that how being vegan is good for the planet, but that was that, uh, those were a couple of the stats that really um, drove home for me. So we'll head it back to Anna for your fun. I love how you just go off in thoughts while I'm 
talking about? Well, <laughs> can yes. you see it in my eyes? Yes. You're just like, yes. I, I want to learn more. I want to oh, talk yeah. more about that. Even though I've heard you talk about this all the time, it's still every time I'm like, oh, yeah, like I think of something else. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, so another main thing for me was there is like – major hereditary history in my family of like just some health issues um so that kind of was something that I wanted to research more about um so one so yeah I mean heart disease was like one of the main things that really stood out um oops sorry I just hit the microphone so obviously went on to like forks over knives was like the first like it's their website is very awesome because they have like a tab for everything, and so you can just go to like okay health articles recipes. and recipe yeah. Oh, it's so, so that's good. just like very easy yeah. for me to go and read. So that was like the first one that I did, um, and so there are lots of stats on there. Um, some of them I understand, some of them I don't. So that's where I'm like, okay, Michael, what does this mean? <laughs> but. Um, what was very clear of that that I read, and then I went and read, you know, lots of other things and have looked into other stuff, but on there, um, heart disease, meat, dairy, and eggs play a major role in the buildup of plaque in your arteries, and that is, like, the main, I mean, that's what leads to lots of issues. Uh, yeah, heart attack. Uh, yep. Heart, yeah, heart attacks. Uh yeah, death. Uh, I mean, wh- with plaque in your arteries, mm-hmm. when that builds up, there's less room for the blood to flow. And yeah. when that's restricted, uh, danger's right around the corner. Yeah. And, I mean, it grows with every single animal product that you mm-hmm. put in your mouth. So that's scary. But um, there was a quote on there that really just, like, really resonated with me. Um and it says, if you have heart disease and your parents had it, the primary common link is not your genetics, but that you likely eat and st- or ate and still eat the same food. And that was just like, oh my gosh, because you think about, um, yeah, it's in, it's you know, I have genetic, you know, oh gosh, what's the word? Just Pre- a gen, yeah, yeah pre- predis- pre- predisposition yes. to a genetic disease. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Um, and it's Welcome. just like, oh yeah, my, you know, so-and-so had it and oh my, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of down the line and that just really, um, why is that like, okay? Like, why is that just like, oh yeah, well, um, it's in my blood or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, actually, I mean, yes, it is in your blood, but it doesn't have to be. And that just... I mean, right away, it was just, like, you can reverse that, too. Like, it's not, oh, it is what it is. Like, how about, you know, if something makes that less of a chance, then why would you not want to do that? Um, So, basically, like, the straight-up stats that you see of all of that, um, it just made me want to scream it from the rooftops to, like, all of my um, family, all my friends I love and care about. It's, like, why wouldn't you just like at least try and change a little bit of it or something? You know, it doesn't have to be. Um, And there's another thing on there as far as um, inflammation and the link of that to depression um, and how 
having a vegan diet can um, reduce inflammation, which then is linked to feelings of depression in certain, you know, ways. So overall, it just like hit really close to home as far as just like bettering yourself, bettering your families, bettering the future of our families. So you can just kind of like hopefully break that cycle of, oh yeah, my so-and-so had this or, you know, it can change. So I don't know, that really was like a duh moment to me of you just want everyone that you love to be healthy. I mean, and I know I wanted to, I want to be that example. So. And it's, it's really hard too, when a lot of things are tied to traditions and emotions and feelings. Yeah. And that's another thing I've realized is like, you know, I can still have my barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is plants. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just plants and grounded up yeah. <laughs> in different ways. Yeah. Uh, so I can still have my barbecue sauce. Uh, we can still tailgate the way that we want to tailgate at Chiefs games. We showed that last weekend or a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can still do a lot of the things and just do it in a more mindful way. Yeah. Um, one of the, so the big study that was out there, uh, or that's obviously still out there, um, was from Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. And if you're in the plant-based world, you know about the Esselstyns, Rip Esselstyn, Caldwell Esselstyn, uh, and what they have done uh, over the last, I mean, probably four or five decades. Um, but Caldwell Esselstyn, uh, he went to the, or he was working at the Cleveland Clinic and he did a 12-year heart health study. And kind of as the story goes, he, he went to the cardio floor and asked for the people or for the doctors walking dead, just people with ticking time bombs as hearts. And he was really one of the first, at least publicly or that we, that we know of uh, in kind of the hospital setting that used plants as medicine. And he did, he prescribed to uh, these people who, we're bound to die a whole food plant-based diet. And what he found through that, which you touched on, is not only could this diet prevent heart disease, that in many cases it reversed it. And I know just from you know reading some testimonies and uh, like there are countless people that he has saved their lives. And that's not only saving their lives, that's saving you know, a lot of pain uh, from their you know, and their families' lives. Because mm-hmm. uh, when lives are cut short because of something preventable, that's a tough pill to swallow for those left behind. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've heard other stories about people with severe acne and skin conditions and diabetes and high blood pressure and eye disease. And, I mean, just so many different things um, that, you know, they've gone to, uh, you know, a whole food plant-based diet and reverse course, which is really impressive. And... As a caveat, you know, we eat a lot of whole food plant-based. I mean, pretty much five days a week we're in that realm. You know, on the weekends, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but, you know, on weekends, you know, last night had some Beyond Burgers. Mm-hmm. You know, that, Tomorrow that we will processed. have BK's new Yes, <laughs> yes. Totally so off yes. topic. Yeah, sorry. But we are going to go, uh, the Impossible Nugget is coming to Des Moines. We'll, let's, we'll finish yeah, this well, podcast yeah, off yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, so, yeah. I love that. Good call, babe. Um, all right. So but yes, yeah, we are not like walking examples, examples of, the whole of food the plant based. healthiest. But we're pretty yeah. dang good. 
we're far better than um, we eat far healthier than we did 20 months ago. Oh yeah, we totally. But yes. All right. So to kind of wrap up the thoughts that are behind our whys, those you know things that really resonated with us. Um, this one was huge for me. I mean, this one line, it was just that aha, man, that is exactly what I've been trying to tell people or, or I've, I've been thinking this, but I, I don't know, um, you know, wh- how to explain it. And they, this line explained it perfectly. And the line is, it doesn't have to be us or them. It's not down to an animal or to us to survive. And I, I did, you know, I know I've mentioned this before, but, um, it's just the buildup, you know, all these angles we just talked about, um, six of them, uh, sparked us to do more of a deep dive. And I'm from Missouri. I'm from Kansas city. I've mentioned that a couple of times. Uh, and, and Missouri, our state motto is the show me state. So it's in my blood. It's in my raising that, uh, I won't believe anything's possible until I actually do something until I actually do the thing. Um, and I've been, doing the thing for 19 months and I am stronger. I can run longer. I have more energy. I recover. You talk about inflammation, Anna. Uh, I recover from hard workouts faster than I ever have. Uh, so if there's all of this evidence health wise, and then there's a sustainability aspect and we don't need animal suffering on top of that and death, you know, on top of that, then to me, the vegan diet just made complete sense. Mm-hmm. I can have it all, and I don't have to take from others. I don't have to take from animals. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's where it became bottom line because you can be healthy while eating a balanced omni- omnivorous diet, but you can be even healthier by eating a whole food plant-based diet, and you can eat delicious food and explore and and do everything that you wanted to do by changing your diet. Uh, and it eliminates so much harm and devastation. Mm -hmm. So much suffering. So, um, kind of with that, uh, we'll, we'll wrap things up here, uh, on this, on this episode. I I think we did. Um, I think it was fun to kind of go through a few of the things we tried to, we obviously had notes this time, (laughs) uh, and that was fun. but it was a good conversation still. I mean, yeah, you, you weren't looking at your notes too much. You were, you, you did awesome. That was fun. How do you, how, how are you feeling? Good. I think it is good for me to just have like a few things, just like bullet point. This is something that you want to talk about. Cause then if I don't have it written down of like, okay, I know you want to talk about this. Then I panic if I don't talk about like, if I'm like, Oh, shh, I want to talk about that. So then I'm going to bring it up at like a really random time. Yeah. And then, yeah. No, so I felt like that was good. Um, yeah, it took me a little bit to get, like, in the conversational mood <laughs> when you were like, <laughs> "Yes, it's a conversation. Well, I know. You did great. Thank you. I you did, too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is fun. Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, we'll do a few more again. We'll, our next one's going to be kind of cool because we're going to be doing the – you know, the trip out to the Iowa Sanctuary, the Iowa Farm Sanctuary, and then uh, we're going to be bouncing over to Omaha for this trail run, which is going to be nuts. Um, I'm really excited. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool. Um, I know you, yeah, I guess I'll wait to talk about that stuff on 
next week. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll save some of the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but kind of, uh, with that, uh, the, the cool, uh, cool thing that you were mentioning, and I think we just finish up with this is okay. that the, out of like all of the cities in the United States, the, um, the Burger King is, uh, bringing their impossible chicken nuggets to Des Moines. And they're only going like they're only going live in like three cities. Yeah, I need. Do, are to you look, pulling up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up because I need to make sure. Um, so basically, oh, Whole Foods just mentioned us in their story. <laughs> oh, nice! Because <laughs> we mentioned them. Um, okay, so sorry. One second. No, well, while you're looking it up, I'll just say kind of this. Uh, yeah. Impossible uh, has linked up with Burger King, and they have the Impossible Whopper. Uh, which I had just like three weeks ago. It was so good. Um, but I uh, had the Impossible Whopper, and then uh, now they are bringing, you know, there's so much success with that. They're bringing Impossible's version of the chicken nuggets, which are pretty new, um, to their, to the restaurant. And I think they're going to have, like, dipping sauce with it as well. So, um, okay, I have it. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. I'll just kind of finish the thought here. Obviously, people have their opinions on Impossible and processed meat and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I would just say, save your reservation a little bit, do some of the research, look into it a little bit because especially impossible, it has like a really fascinating way that it was developed and made. Yeah. So, and, and I would just say, go, go look and kind of figure that out for yourself. Uh, but Anna it's coming to Des Moines, and we're going to drive around tomorrow until we find some. <laughs> Date day. Yeah. Oh. Um, I know, which I feel like there aren't, like, tons. I don't know. We'll have to figure out the Burger Kings because I feel like. Okay, I got to say one thing. Okay. So when we went vegan, uh, I was just like, I'm done with fast food. Because, yeah. I, I mean, and so I we, we drive by fast food places, and you don't even look at them. Yeah. You know, the one with the golden arches, they like, nothing in there is, oh, is yeah. vegan. I mean, uh-huh. they have, like, oatmeal if you need to have oatmeal. Um. But I don't even, no, because yeah. they're, they're, remember we uh, we actually had to go that one time for the kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. So we uh, I- anyway. Yes. Like I hadn't. I mean, for six months, I hadn't even looked mm-hmm. at a at a fast food restaurant. But um, and we avoid it for the for the most part. But this is like this is kind of fun, and you want to support it is fun plant yes. alternatives. So well, we're, especially because we're one of three. Yeah, three so cities. Yeah. On go ahead. yep on October 11th, Burger King will become the first. Fast food restaurant chain to offer Impossible Foods vegan nuggets. The nuggets will be available in an eight-piece order with the choice of dipping sauce only at Burger Lo- or yeah Burger King locations in Des Moines, Iowa, Whoop. Boston, Massachusetts, and Miami, Florida. Like that's psycho. There's there's got to be some sort of like testing market where yeah. they're like, all right, we're going to a big city and the Northeast. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, we're gonna test. I don't. I don't even know. My, like <laughs> Miami and Boston make no sense to me. Uh, and then I can see Des Moines with like our location and maybe uh, amount of Burger Kings we have here. I, I I don't know exactly what it is, but it's freaking awesome. It is. And do you like? Do you think there's anything where? Because Des Moines has a. Des Moines, like, low-key has a really, really good vegan scene. Like, our food, like, our vegan food scene here is good. We've met some people who... I mean, it could be better. Yeah, of course. But we've met some people who come here and they're like, all right, you guys are doing good. Yeah. Like, this is is pretty... Yeah. 
But also, uh, you know, you go to Minneapolis and they're just loaded. Yeah. Kansas City's lo- Chicago. I was a little bitter Coast. after we went to Austin. Awesome. Oh my and gosh. it was just freaking amazing. So then I came, we came home and we're like, well, we have our, you know, wonderful four plate. Like, because there were places in Austin that was like full restaurant. Yeah. Like fancy sit down ones that were just like full vegan. Like, so that was they cool. Full grocery yeah. stores. And obviously we have places like. Dirt Burger, Best Fresh, Veggie Thumper, yeah. like that sort of thing where it's full vegan. But yeah, so anyways, I'm not discrediting any of that. But it is very cool that we get to have yeah. a date night with Burger King. Austin can keep its Rebel Cheese. We'll take oh, our gosh. Impossible Chicken Nuggets from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so anyways, yeah. go out. I mean, I guess it doesn't. But if you listen to this and it's still available because it's a limited time launch... Yeah. Go get your well, nuggets. Give it a shot. Also, the, the Whopper's pretty good. Uh, you, I think you just have to do it without mayonnaise. So just go no man If you're going vegan, you know, no mayonnaise and add ketchup and mustard. Call good. It's a nice uh, It's a nice thing when you're in a pinch. Yes. And on the road. Yeah. Um, or you just want some, like, good food. And yeah. It's, like, good tasting. Obviously, we just get very excited about things like that. Yes. Well, Which is um, cool. It's uh, 3.30 on a Sunday. The Chiefs play in four hours, so when this goes out, the result will be in, Uh, and then we're going to go hit up Veggie Thumper uh, for her Sunday harvest, and then... We need to go to the grocery store, and we need to take the dogs on a walk. We've got so much to do. So, all right, we're getting out of here. Appreciate you guys. That was fun. Anna, I love you. Great job. I love you, too. Just want to come back on here and say thank you all for listening and we've added our episodes to apple Podcasts, so there's one more way to listen make it a little easier for you and remember as always lead with your heart and eat plants talk to you guys next time